0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I am your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. No Dino tonight, unfortunately. Ray, my friend, we got another week of the NFL. It's week three. Honestly, the slate is kind of poo-poo, but after coming off such a great college football slate on Saturday, you know, we couldn't have everything. You can't have a great NFL slate as well.
1: Yeah, I'll allow it, and also, it's a winner-go-home for the Jets, so it's, I don't need a good slate. I just need the Jets to fucking win.
0: Fair enough. Let's start right there. Uh, we got the New England Patriots coming to Jet Life Stadium. The Patriots are a two-and-a-half-point favorite right now. Ray, talk to me about the Jets and what they need to do to right the ship and get to 2-1. and one.
1: I mean, it's it starts with a running game. They can't. They have to run the ball more than 10 times this week, and they have to run the ball behind the strength of their offensive line. With um, A V T and Makai Beckton on the right side, so I think they have to get the they, they have to take the pressure off Zach. I think uh, I don't even want I don't know if I can even say it, but bold take. I don't right. think he played that. I don't think he played that bad. I really. Don't. I don't either. I think the first three the first three quarters in particular, I think he took what the defense was giving him. He was stepping up in the pocket really well. He was scrambling and running for yards really well when he needed to. Um, a lot of on time throws underneath, like in the flats and to the tight ends and whatnot. So I thought he was playing pretty good. He made a couple really nice throws, a couple of nice back shoulder fades. But that fourth quarter, when it's a three possession game and he starts chucking it around, it's going to happen. I think it would have been better if it didn't, obviously, just for morale purposes. But I mean, on offense, you got to just gotta take what the defense gives you. Yeah, run the ball effectively. And then on defense, I, I think our defense is going to improve a lot off of last week. I think last week was a tough matchup in particular. I would like to see them mix up some of the zone coverages a little bit because I think, in particular, with CD Lamb last week, they just knew they were running that cover three and he was finding that open seam so easily. So I'd like to see him disguise it a little bit more. And also on defense, blitz a little less. I know it's kind of rare for us to say, but like we, we didn't blitz at all last year. And this year we've been blitzing like crazy. So I think, yeah, I get home with four. Um, I want to see and have a game. This, this offensive line for the Patriots is suspect to say the least. So I think that it's a good matchup. And I think if we can kind of get Mac pressured, I think he's going to fuck up. So I I anticipate two turnovers for this defense and really help put this offense in a good position to score too. If we, if we can get the ball in the Pats zone once or twice, I think that would go fucking a, a, such a long way to get this dub. Yeah. And I think
0: for the Patriots, um, like you said, this offensive line has been pretty bad this year. They cannot run the football at all. I think they're averaging like just over 80 yards a game. Ramondre Stevenson has 27 carries for 75 yards. So if they can limit him and really make Mac uh, throw the ball and get after him, I think the Jets should be okay um, for the Patriots. Um, continuing to find Hunter Henry over the middle of the field, he's been Mac's favorite target through the first two weeks and as we saw last week like you just mentioned those seam balls towards the middle of the field the jets are a little suspect in that area right now um so if if for mac i think if he can hit on some of those keep drives alive and just extend the game that way i think it'll go a long way for them i mean we know what this patriots team is they're great on defense as always and they're great on special teams you cannot let up any special teams touchdowns? If you're a, if you're a Jets player, um, I think that's really how how the Patriots are going to win this game is, is controlling the clock, um, forcing Zach to to throw a pick and get a get a ball deep in their own in their own zone, um, and then winning the special teams battle for, for New England. But two and a half, very curious. I do think this is a game that the Jets get and they win.
1: Yeah, I think I think. It- I mean, it's been, what, 14 straight losses? Is that what it's been, something like that? Uh, I've tried to erase all of them out of my mind. Doesn't that just sound so, like, fake?
0: I think I was at, if I'm thinking of the game that they won, it was the new Jet stadium opening against the Patriots, and we forced, like, four false starts just because the stadium was so loud. It was a 16-9 to victory. Great
1: win. Dude, it also I gotta get this off my chest too. The refs gotta stop fucking us with roughing the passer calls. It's, <laughs> it's getting egregious. Um, it just reminded me of the the one last year on JFM against the Pats on that pick six from Michael Carter that they called back. Yep. It's just over and over again. We're just getting fucking hosed. And like, I mean, the drop pick six early on that drive too really didn't help. But goddamn, we gotta get a break.
0: <sighs> You're telling me, brother. All right, let's get to the next game. We got the New Orleans Saints going to Green Bay green bay is a one and a half point favorite right now took a brutal loss to the falcons last week after they were kind of controlling that whole game right talk to me about green bay and how they get right
1: i mean i think you guys keep riding jordan love he's been the hot hand um six touchdowns no pick so far in the season he i think he looked pretty good to be honest uh a lot better than a lot of people thought he'd be but in order to get this offense at peak aj Dillon has to get going he's as he's another one, 28 carries for 74 yards. It's not going to fucking cut it. Uh, I don't know if Aaron Jones is going to be good to go. He's listed as questionable. Have you heard anything on that regard or no? Haven't seen it. Yeah. So a lot of questionable guys for the green Bay team. They're a little banged up at the moment, but uh, on offense, I think they have to just start getting this running game going a little bit better just to take, take a little pressure off the first time starter and Jordan love uh, make things go easier for him. And then on defense, uh, you got to stop that deep ball with Chris Olave. He can he can burn the best of defenses. So maybe leave too high and just force Derek Carr to take the underneath stuff. I think their run defense is going to hold up pretty well. I don't think Jamal Williams is going to play. Uh, So they're going to be a little bit limited at running back for the Saints. So I think it's going to just limit the big plays Uh, in particular with Olave and then run the ball and let Jordan Love just build on what he's been doing.
0: Yeah, and I think for the Saints, like you said, no no Jamal Williams. They got one more week till Alvin Kamara comes back. So it's going to be Tony Jones by committee. Um, I'm looking for Taysom Hill to have a massive role in this game. He's going to get – I think he might get 10-plus carries in this game. Um, you saw it last week against Carolina. He had a couple big-time first-down runs. Um, So I think just to mix up what they do in this offense, because they're extremely one-dimensional right now, um, I look for Taysom Hill um, to get in the game and get a lot of touches. And like you said, they need to hit on some of these big plays with Olave, and they have in the past um, with Rashid Shahid as well. He's been great for them going down the field. So hitting on a couple of those big plays um, and then really controlling uh, the offensive line uh, this defense has been great for New Orleans the past few weeks. Um, they've really held down Tennessee and Carolina, albeit not great offenses. Um, they're gonna see a lot more passes in this game from from Jordan Love. Um, but I think this front four, even with not like superstar named talent, this defense just always puts it together. This defensive line has always got dudes on it. Um, and they can really get after you. So I think if they can get after Jordan Love control the game, hopefully get a Taysom Hill touchdown long run, um, they can sneak out an ugly win in Green Bay.
1: To me, this is going to be a tight game. Saints being 2-0 right now is kind of su- surprising, at least to Dude, me.
0: best division in football.
1: <laughs> it's so fucking crazy.
0: Gross. Absolutely gross. Um, Alright, let's go to the next one. We got the uh, the LA Chargers versus the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are a one-point favorite right now. Both teams 0-2. Both big-time playoff teams, a lot of expectations coming into this season. You cannot go 0-3, honestly, if you're either of these teams. Right? talk to me about Minnesota and what they have
1: to do. I mean, I think it starts, especially on offense, with two things. I think it's going to start with getting this running game going. Alexander Madison, I mean, I feel we just talked about running backs struggling, but 19 carries for 62 yards only. I mean, they're really feeling the loss of – dalvin cook even though he hasn't really looked much better Well, they brought
0: they brought in cam Akers, who yeah. had 20 who had 22 carries for 28 yards
1: hey man just making <laughs> it, that's you know what that is that's that's an ego boost for your running back room you know make them feel a little bit better oh, I, I, I saw i saw a tweet uh just get off the topic for a little bit but it's like yeah alexander madison and cam Akers are gonna have the the biggest mid off of all time <laughs> it just, it made me chuckle I, I do like Cam Akers in this offense, though. Uh, I mean, I know it's kind of the same thing that they were running in LA, but I'm curious to see if maybe a change of scenery will help him. Do you do you think he'll, he'll be good to go? Probably, probably right? You don't think so? Running back, similar scheme. I mean, maybe he gets a couple touches, but I what is
0: it? Two days? Uh, yeah, One two days? Like,
1: four days, I guess. Right? It happened. I guess it was official today. So yeah, he probably didn't
0: practice with. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be tight
1: but um just i guess that is going to be massive i think they have to get this running game going especially against the chargers team that isn't really known for stopping the run and then they also have to protect the ball i think they're minus 6 in turnover turnover ratio this this to start the season that's just not going to cut i think that's really what cost them these games early in the season just the turnovers have been brutal for them so they're on a, a little bit of a skid i think they've lost like I mean, obviously preseason doesn't really matter, but they haven't won this year, so it's it's going to be tough. And then on defense, got to blitz uh, Herbert. I think that's really where it starts. I know this uh, multiple look with Brian Flores has been doing pretty well against the pass, but I, I want him to force him to pressure and just force him to make some mistakes. Uh, this This Charger offense has been – very suspect in particular in the red zone. So I think they hold up in the red zone for some field goals and limit the turnovers. I think Minnesota will take this one at home.
0: Yeah. And for the chargers, I, it seems like Austin Eckler might be out a few more weeks too. Um, You saw Joshua Kelly in the first week um, have a really good week. And then last week um, against Tennessee, they really struggled to run the ball. I think they need to stick with it though. This Vikings front, has not been great against the run. They got absolutely pounded by Philly last week. So I think you cannot just leave this all up to, um, to Herbert. I think you still have to try and run the football because Minnesota is going to let up explosive plays like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. They're going to get theirs. Um, If you can control the clock though, a little bit with this run game, get Joshua Kelly going a little bit more, um, I think you'll be able to put up points. And then defensively, I mean, my God, stop somebody in the red zone, please. I think Minnesota, again, they're going to go crazy. They're going to get theirs. Um, You saw it when they played uh, Miami. Tyreek Hill went absolutely berserk. Um, So I'm assuming that Justin Jefferson is going to go berserk tomorrow. Uh, You might have to triple team him the whole game, but you got to get a stop down in the red zone. You got to force Kirk. Um, to make a couple of mistakes, make them take field goals and not touchdowns. Um, for for the Chargers, I have no idea who I like in this game. I'd probably pick Minnesota, gun to my head, but I really don't know.
1: Yeah, it's it's this is a must. I mean, not not must win. I think both teams are t- a t- a talented enough, but I think for I mean for the Chargers in the in that loaded AFC, like starting zero three, and it's just not where you want to be at all. I think Brandon Staley's seat's gonna get awfully awfully warm if that's the case
0: yeah really funny though we've we've been talking about this loaded afc right now the nfc is four and oh against the afc that's crazy <laughs>
1: doesn't make any sense football doesn't make any sense sometimes
0: i absolutely hate it uh let's go to our last game one of two monday night football games i kind of love i don't love the timing of the monday night football games and the way they stagger them but I do love two football games on Monday night, um, and I like how they're doing this right now. But this is one of two games, two really good games, honestly, in my opinion. Uh, the one we're going to talk about is Philly and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, Ray, you kind of called it two and zero right now under Baker,
1: dude. This this defense, they have a lot of fucking players, and this defense is playing out of their goddamn minds right now. Uh, only allowing fifty four yards rushing. I think that's where they have to start. They have to keep that going and limit. Limit the running attack. We saw what DeAndre Swift did to Minnesota last week. They, they're not going to let that happen. And more importantly, I think they got to keep Hurts uh, in the pocket, too. Hurts was really shaky from what I saw so far to start of the season. So I think keeping him pressured and not making it so they have to pass the ball, get them behind the chains and force Hurts to throw. They're plus five in the turnover ratio to start the season, too. I think they have three picks. So the secondary has been ball hawking. I think for a few turnovers, and then to counter that, stick with the running attack, and do not let Baker do too much. I think Baker's been really, really efficient to start the season. Three touchdowns, no picks, almost 500 yards passing. And just rely on the dudes around him. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rashad White has been playing pretty well as too. So just don't, make, don't let Baker do too much and ruin this game. I think this defense has to limit the running attack. And then obviously, I mean... You you force Philly to pass. That's when I think you have the best chance to win. So th- those are the keys for them. I don't know if they'll be able to get it done, but Philly's a little beat up at the moment. So, I mean, we'll see.
0: Yeah, very beat up, especially in the secondary. And I think you've seen over the past few weeks, you can throw on this on this Philly team. Um, obviously, tough to throw when you have uh, so much pressure in your face, but you can throw on them um, for Philly if you can keep up this ground attack that you had last week with DeAndre Swift, get Hurts going a little bit more, it'll open up lanes for him to throw. Um I think you saw last week AJ Brown a little frustrated that he wasn't really getting involved in the offense. So I'm looking for him to have a big week this week. I think they're going to try to target him early um and get him going early in the game, getting him a few touches on some quick easy throws to try to move the ball down the field and then on defense like I said, this front is just so damn dynamic. They can just generate so much pressure. Jalen Carter has been absolutely ridiculous to start the season. Um, I think they're going to be able to eliminate this Bucks run game and really make this a game that Baker's got to beat them. Um, and if they can get pressure in Baker's face and really force him to make some throws, I think Philly comes away with a win. Uh, minus five, another line that is just absolutely terrifying for me.
1: Wild, wild line. I didn't look at the line honestly before we started talking. I just saw it. And I'm like, oh shit, that's that's screaming Tampa Bay to me.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. What's the over? Uh, Forty six is the over under. Feel
1: like that's pretty high, no?
0: Yeah, I do too. Philly's gone over both games so Yeah, it'll be an interesting game. Uh, I like that other Monday night game too. Rams, uh, Rams, Bengals too. Bengals need a win bid. All right, good stuff. Um, before we get to the bets, uh, let's talk about some rookies that we really liked. Who's the first rookie who uh, you like from week two?
1: I mean, it's almost criminal we didn't talk about him last week, but who <laughs> can Nakua, dude? This guy, for week one, he had 10 catches for 119 yards on 14 targets. People maybe thought it was a flash in the pan from a fifth-round rookie, but he followed it up week two against San Fran, no less, with uh, 15 catches on 19 targets for 147 yards. This guy is just been a target machine, pretty much just taking all what everything that you would assume would go to Cooper cup. Uh, he's been working out of the slot out wide too. So I think there is room for him once Cooper cup does come back, but it's been awfully impressive for a fifth round rookie at a BYU. I know a lot of people question the uh, long speed, I think was the big, the big uh, knock on him coming out, but it shows speeds not everything uh, route running quickness and just, smart for setting up your routes is really big and he's showing that.
0: Yeah. Uh first guy I want to mention is Jaden Reed from the Green Bay Packers. Had eight targets last week, four receptions for 37 yards and got his first touchdown. Um so nice for Jaden to get in the end zone. Uh he's still only playing like just above 50% of the snaps, but I think that's going to continue to climb. And he's got a really nice connection with Jordan Love going. They've been talking about this all offseason. Two young guys have really been in sync um, he's quick and he's shifty. Um, and I think he, especially when Christian Watson comes back and he'll be able to take the top off of defenses and leave that underneath stuff for Jaden Reed. I think it's going to be a nice dimension for this offense to have. Um, and they could be really good. They, they've been really, really solid to start the season.
1: Yeah, they've been throwing to all those young receivers. I mean, it's all he has really, but they've been, they've stepped up. Uh, it's pretty impressive.
0: Yep uh who's the next one you got
1: i'm going uh i'm going the the low key the the underdogs if you will so ivan pace jr the linebacker from minnesota priority UDFA. yep yeah, undrafted out of cincinnati he's a unique player just a it off kind of style five ten 231 so those, the size issues obviously is what uh, caused him to be undrafted, but he really flashed at the senior ball. And in particular on his pass rushing against running backs, he was just dominating. And that's just showed up in the NFL. He's got a 92 pass rush pass rush grade. According to PFF, he had sack last week in a couple hurries to boot against Philadelphia. Uh, he's been really, really impressive. I think he also landed in a perfect spot with that Brian Flores, multiple defense that he's been using him so so efficiently knows what he can do knows what he can't so I really do like this kid and I think he can be a player he's just he's a gritty gritty linebacker it's kind of old school if you will but he's showing that it it plays in today's NFL too
0: yeah honestly I mean this might be a, a cheap one but kind of reminds me of Anthony Barr like I feel like very similar players
1: I mean similar players in the sense but the exact opposite body type <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, the last guy I
0: want to mention was both of our cornerback ones, uh, Christian Gonzalez, six tackles, got his first pick last week. Um, he did a really, really nice job against Tyree kill one-on-one coverage last week. Um, looks comfortable in the secondary. And I mean, Belichick has always done great stuff with his defense, especially in the secondary, even when his talent level wasn't really there. Um, and now he's got a guy who's supremely talented and he's just in a great system. I really think sky's the limit for Christian Gonzalez to be a, a nice test this week. We get to see our boy go against Garrett Wilson. So uh, should be a good one.
1: Yeah. He's been playing out of his fucking mind too. I don't know how he fell all the way to what? 17. Was it kind it's of crazy? Joke-y. All right, my friend uh, let's get to the main event. Let's talk some units. Uh, how did we do last week? It did pretty well. I went up two, just over two units. Um, so I hit on my six point teaser actually, which is let's go like a shocker. Yeah. So three team, it was Carolina plus nine pit plus eight and then Buffalo minus two and a half. So that smashed for plus plus one sixty. That was two units to win 3.2. Uh, and then, t- uh, Tampa Bay minus two and a half also hit. That was a unit to win 0.85. And then my two bets that lost Philly minus six and a half. I got absolutely shafted on that one. That's I mean, what else can I say? It was pretty bullshit. I I went to sleep thinking I was good. I woke up and I I got screwed. And then the Jets, Dallas, under 38 and a half. That was just a brutal game to watch. Then once that last touchdown happened, it was just a brutal overall because I lost my bet. So that that one missed for a unit as well. Right. Uh, For me, I had the Bengals
0: all line minus two and a half against Baltimore. Baltimore was really good. Um, So I took a one and a half unit loss there. Uh hit the next two though. I had Saints minus two and a half against Carolina. That was another alt line. Uh another one and a half unit uh bet. And then I also hit a two unit teaser. I had Sam Fran, uh minus half against the Rams, and then I had Jacksonville plus ten and a half against the Chiefs. That was an absolutely terrifying <laughs> game for me. I mean, Jacksonville, they had like nine red zone trips and they scored fucking ten points. Um but Snuck away with a win there, so got to love it. Win's a win. Uh, for this week, what do you have?
1: So this week, I got two units on the Jets' money line at plus 120. Let's go. Yeah, I got I got a ride with my fellas. I don't think the Pats are good. I think the losing streak will end. I think they – hopefully, I think the Jets learned from last week. I think they'll rely on the run a lot more, and their defense will improve. So that's two to win 2.4. I uh, got a unit on Washington plus six and a half versus Buffalo. So they're home against Buffalo. And this front four has been dominating for Washington. I think they're going to get after Josh Allen. I think he'll force some mistakes from on his end. Uh, they had seven sacks last week. So this off, this defensive line is fucking on attack mode right now. So that's minus 106. I have a unit on that. And I'll close out with obviously a, a teaser, of course, uh, six point teaser. I have over 36 and a half in New Orleans at Green Bay. I think both these offenses are kind of humming right now. So I think uh, 36 and a half will get covered. And then I have Seattle minus a half versus Carolina. So they're home against Carolina. Bryce Young hasn't been looking too good. And I think going to Seattle is a little bit banged up at that. I don't think he'll be able to uh, to win that game. So that's two units to win 1.66. Yeah, I did see, uh,
0: I think Andy Dalton's getting the start. Um,
1: Really? I thought he was good to go.
0: For Carolina. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought I saw that earlier. Uh, Might have to double check that because I also have a bet with Seattle in it. So um, I was just like, fuck it. Um, For me, I have two units uh, on a six point tease. I have the bills minus a half against Washington. Um, Like you said, I really do like this Washington commanders team. I took them over six and a half um, in our NFL preview. They're two and oh right now. Absolutely love it. Um, But it felt like last week. After they lost to the Jets, I felt like the Bills' offense started to get going a little bit, and I feel like Josh Allen's really starting to put it on. Um, And then I have Baltimore minus two against Indianapolis. Again, Lamar's just looks so good, and I feel like no matter what circumstances they are in right now, he just makes a play. Um, And Indianapolis, a little banged up right now and a little inexperienced. so I like that minus two. Uh, Both teams at home. So two units on that teaser. I have a Moneyline parlay. I have Miami beating Denver. I have Jacksonville beating Houston. And then I have Seattle beating Carolina. I really like all those matchups. Um, Miami and Denver is the one that maybe gives me a little bit pause, but uh, Denver's defense has just been really bad. And I think Tyreek and Waddle, if, uh, if they're both healthy, um, are just going to explode. Um, that's plus 125, which which I like is I got a two-unit bet on that. And then my last one, I got a player prop here. I got a Ken Walker anytime touchdown, um, minus 115. He had two touchdowns last week. Um, his efficiency hasn't really been there, but um, their offense started to get going a little bit against Detroit. Had a couple goal line trips, so he had two touchdowns. And, uh, and for Carolina, they've let up four touchdowns. Rushing touchdowns in the first two games, so I like Ken Walker to uh, to get in the end zone here.
1: I've been waiting for you to get up back on your uh, touchdown. Yeah, bets. you know,
0: gotta get a little, <laughs> gotta get a little player profit in there for the people.
1: Uh, and then also just to confirm, I, I'm an idiot and I missed the word "not" in the expected to play tweet. So yeah, you're right. Bryce Young is not playing.
0: Okay, fair enough. Still. <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right, my friend, that's going to wrap it up for for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our NFL Week 3 preview. Stay with us. We got previews of college football, NFL, all season long. We're going to get some draft stuff going uh, in a few weeks, which we are pumped up about. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at two tackles with the number two. You can also find us now on underdogpodcast.com and stick with us. As we continue this 2023 2024 season. Ray, my friend, appreciate you. Jet up.